This is City Journal Midday News with Rosa Ritchie and Sam Mills. Victoria has recorded eight COVID-19 deaths overnight and there are 28 new cases today. It's the lowest number of new cases in almost three months. Melbourne's 14-day rolling average has dropped to 44.4 cases. Regional Victoria woke to ease restrictions, moving to step three of the recovery roadmap. Premier Daniel Andrews celebrated this success and warned against complacency. Every regional Victorian is obligated, having given so much, having done so much to create this sense of absolute optimism and the opening up, they too need to make sure that they remain vigilant, following different rules, but rules nonetheless. The state government has announced close to $27 million in support for early childhood education in Victoria. Deputy Premier James Merlino says the funding for Term 4 will help parents with the cost of fees and keep kindergarten providers open. He says the funding is designed to support students with the transition to primary school. Pressure is mounting on the state government to remove the Mornington Peninsula from the Melbourne metro area. Restrictions in regional Victoria eased overnight in places like Geelong, which is of similar distance to the CBD and where there are more active cases than the Mornington Peninsula. Local real estate agent Phil Haas has started a petition to give the Peninsula regional status. He says current restrictions are making it difficult for businesses to survive. I mean, there are restaurants down here that, that are trying to do takeaway, but there are a number of restaurants, probably more than are required for, you know, the permanent population down here or the current population. Uh, it's really in support of those people and the health and well-being of the people. RMIT University has denied it's preparing to slash 1,200 staff, saying the reported figure is much higher than reality. An RMIT spokesperson would not say how many jobs are to go, but says no final decision will be made until staff are consulted. It follows the Australian National University's announcement that more than 460 jobs will be cut as a result of the financial impact of COVID-19. Sam Gibbard is the president of the National Tertiary Education Union's RMIT branch. He says some voluntary redundancies were knocked back and that the savings don't add up. We're losing a tremendous amount of institutional knowledge and experience to save money. We were told by the university um, the other week was that already the cost of making 355 staff to take voluntary redundancies was in excess of $60 million. And with that $60 million spent, they're looking to save $40 million off the wage budget next year. Thousands of international students and temporary workers don't have money for food or rent after being excluded from the federal government's COVID support measures. A University of Technology Sydney survey of 6,000 international students and other temporary migrants in July found 70% lost all or most of their work during the pandemic. These migrants make up 10% of the Australian workforce. Report co-author Associate Professor Laurie Berg says the results will have a significant impact on Australia's global reputation. We found that many survey respondents were facing destitution and their situation is also rapidly deteriorating. One in three international students say that they'll completely run out of funds by next month and one in seven international students said that they were homeless for a period since the first lockdown in, in March. The Australian Republic movement says the announcement Barbados will remove Queen Elizabeth as head of state will ramp up debate in Australia. The Caribbean nation is set to become a republic by November next year.
Australian Republic Movement National Director Sandy Byer says recent polling shows almost two out of three Australians want a local head of state. He says Australia needs to have this conversation again. I think this is a helpful reminder for many that we haven't yet had our own independence from the British monarchy, and that as an independent country, we should have that. We deserve that. Nominations for local council elections have opened to the public. All Victorian councils, except for Casey City, South Gippsland Shire and Whittlesea City, will go to the polls next month. Votes will be cast solely by post for the first time. Deputy Electoral Commissioner Liz Williams says prospective candidates have until Tuesday to nominate. Nominations are now open and closed this coming Tuesday, the 22nd of September at 12 noon. So all Victorians, including prospective candidates, can find more information at bec.vic.gov.au. To sport, Australia has clinched the ODI series, beating England by three wickets in a dramatic final. A record stand of 212 runs between Glenn Maxwell and Alex Carey put Australia over the line to seal a 2-1 series win. It's the first time England has lost a home series since 2015. And in the Tour de France, Australia's Richie Port has finished in fifth place in the most difficult stage of the event yet. This finish puts Port in fourth place in the general classification. Colombia's Miguel Angel Lopez won the stage, but it wasn't enough to overtake yellow jersey wearer Primoz Roglic, who has extended his overall race lead. And now to today's weather. Cloudy with a high chance of light rain, easing in the afternoon, a top of 14 degrees. Tomorrow, a shower or two and 19. And warmer on Saturday, humid and 25 degrees. This has been City Journal Midday News with Sam Mills. And Rosa Ritchie.